Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, Wags and Whiskers tribe. If this is your first time joining us, I am June, your host, here with Oliver, my little fluffy co-host, along with one of my cats, Smokey's actually in the room today, so you might hear him meowing because he likes to meow. I hope you guys are having a good day so far. Um, It is a Monday, but it's going to be a positive Monday today, and I hope you guys had a good weekend. Today, I want to do... A cat. I'm going to do a cat. I mentioned it last week because we haven't had a cat in a while, so we were going to do a cat today. And the cat that we're going to do is Orangey, and we'll get started. Orangey was a male tabby cat. He was um, orange, obviously, henceforth his name. And he was born in around 1950, 1951. They're not totally sure. But Orangey was actually owned by no other than Frank N., an animal trainer. If you've watched any of my previous episodes, you know that Frank N. is my favorite animal trainer back at that in this time frame. So, yes, this is another one of Frank N.'s animals that he trained. If you ever watched any, or excuse me, not watched, if you've ever listened to any of my other podcasts that kind of talk about Frank N., and his, um, the cats that he trained and all the other dogs, and I actually have a full, um, podcast just about Frank, but anyway, he said that cats, that he would get cats, but, like, cats to use in, he used to call them pictures, in movies, um, they got less than dogs, and I think, um, it was around two dollars a day that they would get for cats, where dogs, obviously, they would get a whole bunch more. So, cat, um, Frank had trained a, lo- a bunch of cats. He had around 30 or 40. But the studio actually did like a, um, like people would write in all the time. And the studio would read the letters. And if they thought that it was an interesting letter, they would go look at the animal. And they, they would either, you know, agree that the animal is great. And they would pay for the animal and um, bring it back to the studio to use for a movie or a TV show, whatever, whatever they wanted to use that animal for. So how Frank got um, orangey was there was a letter that came in and it was by by a woman um, and the studio said, you know, Frank, we want you to go look at this cat because this is a unique kind of cool story. So they go out to, he goes out to see this cat, and the cat had never actually been touched by the family before, but they were feeding it. And Frank saw the cat, he thought the cat was beautiful, so he ends up catching the cat, and he gets the cat back to the studio. And at this time, they were having a lot of problems with the cats getting sick. And um, Frank actually got this cat his shots, because he wasn't domesticated, really, and um the cat was there and the cat ends up dying he gets sick he ends up dying so the studio is like crap go back and go to the family and ask them how much they want for their cat so frank goes back to the people and they're like hey you know the studio really likes your cat 
um, we they would like to buy your cat for twenty five dollars, and the family was happy with getting the twenty five dollars because they they couldn't even pet the cat. It was just a cat that they were feeding, so they're like, yeah, that's cool. So they end up he gets a bill sale, sells this. Um, they sell this cat for twenty five dollars. Now they're selling this cat, and this cat is already passed, and the studio knows it's already passed, but they're trying to make good with his family without telling them that the cat had passed. So anyway, they um, they pay the family. The, the family thinks this cat's going to be in all these movies. So Frank goes back. He's like, here's the bill of sale. We, got, we sold the cat for $25. So they, the studio's like, hmm, this still is a cool story. So we're going to run this cat as orangey. We're going to pass this cat off as orangey. And, um, basically, they start, you know, running stories about this cat, Orangey, that was a stray that came up to, to this family and started eating, and he becomes this huge movie star, and, um, the family ends up seeing this, and they're like, wait a minute, no, we're gonna sue you, because this cat is now a huge movie star, and it was our cat, and you only gave us $25 for it, so... They're going to sue the family, or excuse me, the family is going to sue the studio. So the studio is like, look, we'll solve this issue. How much do you want? $500? Good. And the family's happy with that. So they were able to use the name Orangey. And remember, the family doesn't know that Orangey has passed away. But they, the studio gets the rights to the name Orangey. And they start passing Frank's 30 to 40 other orange tabby cats as orangey when obviously they weren't orangey because orangey passed away because he got sick kind of crazy story to start out this one but i'm sure i grabbed your attention but yeah so that is how frank ended up with quote orangey who ended up passing away but the studio had like this cool name orangey and they had this cool story so they just went with it so anyway that was a long story to, to start the whole orangey cat situation. So, orangey is just a name that they use, but orangey was a male cat that, that was born in 1951. So, that is how orangey started. So, orangey, they were getting this cat orangey because they wanted him to um, play in a role, and that role was Rhubar in 1951. And basically, he portrayed a cat that was owned by a famous individual who ends up inheriting a large sum of money. It was, it was kind of crazy, but, you know, he ends up a for, with a fortune, and that was the first one. And that was, like, huge for him because it ended up being a huge hit. And then the next one, and this is probably where quote, orangey, the cat is remembered the most, was from Breakfast at Tiffany's in 1961. Um, that, everybody remembers the orange cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't know why, but they really do <laughs> remember the orange cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's, and that was, quote, orangey. But before he played in Breakfast at Tiffany's, I mean, there was a bunch of different films. Like, he had Rhubar in 1951. He had This Island Earth that he wasn't credited in. He had the incredible shrinking man. He had the the matchmaker 
The Diary of Anne Frank. Um, he played the cat in that uncredited. Visit to a Small Planet in 1960, which he was uncredited for. And then he had Breakfast at Tiffany's in 1961. He played um, Gidget in 1962 he was uncredited for. And then um, the co- Comedy of Terrors. In 1964, he's credited as Rhubar, actually, in that one. And then, I'm sorry, my cats are going crazy. In 1965, The Village of Giants, he was uncredited for. Orangey would also play in television as well. He played R. Mrs. Brooks. He was uncredited for that. Alfred Hitchcock presents uncredited Shirley Temple's storybook. Um, he was credited as The Cat, Dick Van Dyke's show in 1962 as Mr. Henderson. He was obviously in the Beverly Hillbillies as The Cat, The Cat in the Beverly Hillbillies, Rusty. That was um, Mr. Orangey. And my favorite, um, Martin, as, um, as The Cat in there. And then Mission Impossible, The Seal in 1967. And then Batman from 1967 to 1968, he was the cat in there. Um, His longest series that he played in was going to be Our Mrs. Brooks, and he played in that from 1952 to 1958. There was also a documentary about Audrey Hepburn. It was called Audrey Hepburn Remembered, excuse me. And that was in 1993, and he is in it as the cat, obviously. And she actually talks about, well, she doesn't. Um, it's in that documentary, they talk about the cat. So, obviously, I watched the documentary about Frank, and um, I've read up a lot about Frank, and he's just amazing, as I always say. And, you know, there's, everybody thinks that Orangey was one cat. And I can see, understand, because Frank said that he had 30 to 40 of these cats um, that were orange because they were used, um, he said that they were used a lot in movies, was the orange tabby cat. So he had a bunch of them. And what Frank would do, he would train those orange tabby cats to do like one or two tricks. He said it was easier to train them to do only one or two things with a cat. So... He would get them to train on one or two things and then use that cat that could do that trick for that part in that movie or that TV series, and that's what they would do. So it would be, you know, one cat would come in and do, you know, a trick or something, and then that cat would be taken out because the next thing they needed to have the cat do something else, and that would be a different orange type of cat that would come in to do it. So that is the way that Frank used the Orange Tabby Cats for all these movies. Now, the one that played in Breakfast at Tiffany's, I'm under the understanding that it was only one, quote, Orangey that played in that specific movie. So the cat that played the majority of Rhubar and the cat that played Breakfast at Tiffany's, excuse me, they are saying that he died in 1967, which would have made him around 16 years old, which I can't confirm that because they're saying that um, he was cremated, he, she was cremated, and that the ashes were buried with Frank. 
But if you guys remember my Benji um, episode, they would not allow him to be buried with ashes. So because of some ordeal, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, so they wouldn't let him be buried with ashes. So if they wouldn't let him be buried with Benji's ashes, I'm sure... Orangey was not buried with him, or if Orangey even was buried with him, because we know now that Orangey was tons of cats. It wasn't just one cat, but the name Orangey is what they used. So, Rhubar, I'm going to go back to Rhubar. That was like a huge film. They started using Orangey, and sometimes they would call these cats Rhubar because it was such a big film. I mean, this film came out in August of 1951, and it grossed $1.4 million back then. So it was like a huge film. So they ended up um, calling Orangey sometimes Rhubarb, just how big the film was. And because of this, um, Burbank's Animal Shelter, actually, they have this TV and movie, Animal Walk of Fame. Um, I mentioned it with another animal and they actually have that, so he actually has a place in the cement there with paw prints and his name, Rhubar, down there. And that would be Rhubar the cat that played in the movie, but obviously it would be the cat that played the majority of the movie because <laughs> obviously we know that it was played by many cats. But they actually have, it's, it's like, I, I call it like, like the Hollywood stars, but it's at Burbank Animal Shelter, and they... They have it in the cement, and they have their little paw prints and stuff. It's pretty cool. So he has one of those, and it's called Rhubar down there. And then in 1952, um, he won a Patsy Award for the Picture Animal Top Star of the Year for Rhubar. And then in 1962, he also won a Patsy Award um, for Breakfast in Tiffany's, his role as bre in Breakfast in Tiffany's. So, that is my story about Orangey the Cat, who now I probably hurt everybody's feelings by telling them that Orangey the Cat was more than one, one cat, and that it was multiple cats that did one or two specific tricks and or stunts, and they were brought in the film. And, yeah, they use the name Orangey. And now you know where Orangey came from and Rhubar. And, yeah, so that is my story for this week. My thoughts for this week are pretty simple. And I see it every week when I'm scanning through social media. And just kind of relax and looking through everything. Just remember everything you see is not always as it, as it is. Remember that someone can put on a show in one instant and still be struggling um, you see it a lot, of, a lot of times with suicides um, the person will appear fine and they're not and then everybody scanning social media you think that these people have these glorious happy lives and everything's perfect on, on social media but really it's not so don't think that your life is any different than theirs because it could be a facade it could be just an image that they're trying to put on because I guarantee not everybody that is putting this image of this perfect life on social media is having the perfect life on social media 
just like Orangey the cat. He wasn't even one cat. He was like 30, 40 cats. So just remember, people put faces on on social media and don't think anything less of yourself because of the image that people put on social media um, because it might not be as great as you think it is it might not be that life that you actually want that your life could be possibly the best life that you're living and if you don't feel that your life is the best life you're living then you know what it's time to make changes within you and figure out what your goals are start writing them down what's your what are your goals this week but with that being said that's my story that's my thoughts i hope you guys have a good week and i hope you guys have a good weekend coming up and with that being said as always be great and dream big (laughs) 